once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat the best trick John Wooden says whatever you do in life surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you I'm Scott with the Wisdom in All Things podcast, where we look at applying wisdom to life in three areas, mind, body, and soul. And I probably won't be one of those people that argue with you. I'm, I'm kind of nice like that. On this episode, escaping reality is, is an impossible reality. Because there's a problem with trying to leave reality. Eugene J. Martin, he's a visual artist, says, People who have learned to escape reality very well too often lose their way back. I'm asking the question, should we even be looking for an escape? Harry's first escape was leaving Budapest for America with his parents when he was four. Born Unrich Weiss, you could also say he escaped his name. It was as a teenager in the 1890s that Harry Houdini began performing in vaudeville acts, surprising crowds with his ability to escape handcuffs, sealed trunks. But it wasn't until 1908 that he made his theatrical debut on a stage in St. Louis. The crowd witnessed Harry squeeze into a water-filled canister whose lid was closed and padlocked from the outside with six locks. Of course, his escape was concealed by a cabinet wheeled on stage after he entered the can. Two minutes later, he walked out from behind the cabinet with the canister still padlocked. The Smithsonian Magazine stated that during his lifetime, nobody ever managed to figure out how he had escaped. Even to this day, when a person makes a daring and seemingly impossible escape, we refer to them as pulling a Houdini. It turns out that Houdini was not just a magician, but as the Smithsonian Magazine describes him, was an ingenious inventor, actor, businessman, and more, all of which enabled him to create and pull off the most elaborate magic of his time. Of course, it was all an illusion, much like our attempt to try and escape reality. I understand the desire to want bad things to go away but we cannot actually stop them from happening or necessarily make them go away. Life doesn't come with an escape button. We can't back our way out of an unwanted issue like we can an unwanted window or document on our computers. The American Psychological Association defines escape from reality as a defensive reaction involving the use of fantasy as a means of avoiding conflicts and problems of daily life. This differs but only slightly from the flight from reality, which is a defensive reaction involving withdrawal into inactivity, detachment, or fantasy as an unconscious defense against anxiety-provoking situations. The tension between fight or flight truly is the battlefield of our minds. Instead, rather than choose either, we try to split the difference by just augmenting our reality. Remember Pokemon Go? You might think that that fad has come and gone. Not so. While it now only boasts less than a third of the use from what it was at its most popular, it is still a big part of people's lives. According to one source, around 9 million people play Pokemon Go every single day. What can start out as something innocent or logically defendable can end up subverting the underlying issues that are causing us to seek relief from reality in the first place. Wanting to escape reality is understandable. Everything from stress and anxiety, emotional and physical pain, curiosity, and even just boredom can soon have a smashing the imaginary escape button, believing we can avoid real or imagined problems. This, of course, can lead us to eventually rationalizing potentially destructive behaviors, which, as Eugene Martin pointed out, makes it a real possibility that we'll end up losing our way back. So how do we fight the lure of escapism? Fortunately for us, as John Bloom reminds us, Jesus has come to set us free from fantasy's impoverishing enchantment. 
Rather than look for the escape button, we can respond properly when we're tempted by the lure of illusion of escaping by remaining grounded in reality. First, hold fast to reality. God's Word provides a great deal of guidance on how we are to think, which will help us stay focused on what is real. Here's a practical application of several verses. Ask and allow God to direct our minds toward what Philippians 4.8 says, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, whatever is praiseworthy. Second, what should we be doing with our bodies? Ask yourself that question. We were purchased at a great price, so we should honor God with our body, it says in 1 Corinthians 6. Here's another from 1 Peter 2.9. We've been set apart to be a living example of God's transformation of our lives. That ongoing proclamation of transformation will mean facing reality head on. Or Romans 12.2. The renewing of our minds requires testing. Facing reality will allow us to discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. 2 Corinthians 10. 4 and 5, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Reality is God fulfilling his promise to provide us with an abundant life, John 10.10. 10. Believing these truths, really believing them, will be the foundation for breaking free from fantasy's enchantment. Also, choose a real activity with real benefits. This is also how we can stay grounded in reality. Choosing to escape reality is of no benefit to us. Rather, pick from one of these areas to properly relax, recharge, and get a fresh perspective. Here's a couple of those areas. Think creatively or in the creative area. Not that you would create something and put it on display or that it'd become prolific, but any writing, drawing, painting, music you can produce can provide a subconscious retreat that will allow you to return to reality in a better state of mind it actually is good for you. In other words, how about the area of the physical? Get up, get out, get moving, a walk, run, swim, bike ride, as we all know, works wonders for our physical and mental well-being. Even better, help someone. I like what Nyreen Osler says in her article, 20 Ways to Escape Reality. Being of service to other people is therapeutic. How about the area of social? Spending time with family and friends can lower anxiety, help us think critically and feel loved. Not to mention, you'd be focusing on someone else rather than yourself. How about reading? Reading is a great way to gain a new perspective. I mentioned the verses earlier, but reading more about what you're dealing with can arm you with new and improved ways to address it. So hold fast to reality by anchoring yourself in God's word. Choose a real activity with real benefits rather than fantasy. Next, location, location, location. Get outside. Leah Borsky, in her article, 21 Simple Pleasures to Enlighten a Gloomy Day, puts it this way. The simple state of being outdoors triggers, get this, a neural bath of happy hormones. Now, I don't like to really take baths, but that sounds pretty amazing. I was reading about cholesterol recently, and one observation I made was the impact of sitting for long periods of time has on our bodies. The recommendation was to, to get up for five minutes after sitting for 30 and ideally, do some physical activity. While working from home makes it a lot easier, getting outside is one of the better ways we can leverage those five minutes and clear our minds and refresh ourselves. So leaving the reality of what you're facing 
to go spend time outside in reality can be very helpful. And lastly, look at your whole life. When things are hard, we tend to only see those things and lose sight of the good that is also a part of our lives. Be sure to challenge yourself to look at your whole life when wanting to escape your current reality. No doubt there will be many things to be thankful for, which will help you balance the view of what you're currently facing. Escaping reality is not only impossible, but trying to do so only creates an impossible reality. A fantasy will never be real. We can fight the lure of illusion by remaining grounded in reality. God promises that facing reality is not without purpose, value, or hope. Indeed, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. 2 Peter 1.3 Allowing us to choose fight over flight. If you want a transcript of this podcast, go to wisdominallthings.com and search for this title. You'll also find quotes and articles and other resources to help you better understand and apply wisdom in all things. Okay? Go to wisdominallthings.com.